if you go flash and they just go mm. I'm like I don't know man Soulless serial bastard. killer serial killer <laughs> <laughs> robot the robot test <laughs> They cut that out of Blade Runner. <laughs> they cut that out of Blade Runner and Terminator. <laughs> I am a human. Flash. <laughs> what is this Vlad? Kill it. <laughs> Get him. He's Scott. <laughs> He's Lee. And we're here to save the movies. Episode 22. Flash! Flash. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> you just Flash need the rest. Gordon. Flash Gordon. 1980. The movie uh, you love to love. <laughs> you know, it's one of those movies. It's like, it reminds me a little bit of Xanadu. In that I just find it charming. <laughs> yeah. Probably this boy by the soundtrack that says the same thing. A really good soundtrack. It's got a nice production design. And it helps that it's almost a little bit of an artifact, too. From, you know, kind of become sort of more valuable through time. It's this unique kind of kind of product that was a tribute to old Flash stuff. Yeah. Um, that they took kind of seriously. Yeah. I, I love the design. <laughs> yeah, I love the design on this. Like even the beginning where they show all the comic strips of Flash. Yeah, I love that. And then you, when you see those costumes and designs, it's I mean, it's really, it's really spot on. Great stuff. <laughs> yeah, I love the costumes of this. They're um, they're very elaborate. <laughs> right, and uh, even like it's stuff that like shouldn't work, like the Hawkman <laughs> running around in like old fashioned armor kind of stuff. It's just. It looks. It looks right. It looks like yeah, those are Hawkman. It helps that uh, what's his face, Brian Blessed. <laughs> Brian Blessed. Brian <laughs> Blessed acting the hell out of that role. Yeah, he embraces the idea <laughs> yes. of the Hawkman. <laughs> <laughs> what was that like? It was like Flash is alive. <laughs> it's like like man. Brian Blessed has two settings: ten and fifteen, and he doesn't use ten. <laughs> <laughs> this movie got a lot of exposure recently when Ted, the joke about Ted, about Ted and, and uh, his buddy Love yeah. Flash. They'd smoke pot and watch Flash Gordon. Flash Floor Garden. <laughs> it's one of those movies, but was it like, you said it was like 6, 6.5 or something on like IMDb? Yeah. I don't which, know. I actually feel like that's pretty good on IMDb I, for yeah, yeah, like Flash Gordon. Well, you know, I think recently I saw somebody who had listened to the podcast. So somebody must be listening. <laughs> And he said that he liked it. He listened to our Deep Blue Sea podcast. And then he said he watched the movie and didn't think the movie is very good. And he was quoting it as saying the movie was great. And I'm like, well, no. Deep Blue Sea is not a great movie. That's not our goal here is to say that Deep Blue Sea is a great movie. LL Cool J is great in it. And it's got great elements. So I don't think we want to get... The people get confused because it's like... I think one of our goals here... Yeah, some of the movies we think are great. I still think Killer Clowns is just a great movie. I still think Cloudy with a Chance to Be Balls is a great movie. Right. Um, but other movies are just like they—they, they, I think they're unfairly maligned, and they just have good elements that I think are underappreciated. Yeah, they've got good parts of the movie making process. Yes, right. So I mean, Freddy versus Jason—that's a great movie. <laughs> I disagree. That's a great movie. But I get what you're saying. <laughs> it's all very subjective. But no, it's not. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 
But Freddy vs. Jason is a well-constructed movie. Yeah. There's... It's not, like, bad in a way that I would stop watching. <laughs> right. Well, and there's a difference, too, between, like... I mean, I think Freddy vs. Jason is, is a great movie, but I'm not going to say it's a great movie in the sense of, like, Academy Award-winning, perfectly constructed. Yeah, you wouldn't recommend it to everybody. Right. You'd and I wouldn't... recommend it to people you think would appreciate it. Right. And, like, I loved Wonder Woman recently, and I think that's a great, great movie. I think Freddy vs. Jason is a great movie. I don't... It's not Wonder Woman territory. It's not. Sure. So I think, and I think the same way, Deep Blue Sea has some flaws. There's some elements that are kind of silly about it or messed or don't work as well as they should. But there's elements I think that are really, greatly underappreciated. I'd like to point out that our podcast listener, you're probably listening, hopefully. I don't know. <laughs> this may be later. Well, you um, probably drove him off. I drove him off. Freaking but he Blue did sea agree with in. me <laughs> that LL Cool J is awesome in that movie. Someone asked, actually said, uh, commented afterwards, is like, is LL Cool J never awesome? Is, is he awesome? Isn't he awesome in everything? And I was like, you know what? He's awesome in everything. The guy's got charisma. <laughs> yeah, LL Cool J makes that movie. Yeah, he does. And it's not, it's more about how Deep Blue Sea in particular subverted expectations. <laughs> yes. And Flash doesn't subvert expectations. No. But it does so in such a beautiful way. And I got to give credit. Like, I think... Uh, There's something very earnest about it. <laughs> I think, like, Max Moncito does a great job of, of... You know, he's a great actor. But I love him as Ming. I mean, I think his Ming is really solid of this sort of douchebag evil guy. Oh, yeah. Who's sort of arrogant and aloof. And the part where they're torturing his daughter. And they just turn on the lights. And he's just eating... <laughs> eating like shrimp or something space shrimp or something and he's just like carry on <laughs> and it's just like it could be so easy to kind of phone that in but he's such a good actor and he's got such a good presence that it's just like oh yeah, yeah. ming doesn't give a crap <laughs> call him ming the mercy that's right <laughs> not yeah. being the secretly soft-hearted <laughs> ming the semi-merciless uh i think this movie yeah there's some flaws in this movie but i think it's got uh, good. Well, pacing is such an important part. We talk about that all the time. It's not boring. Um, it's got great design. Design. I love the this. I just <laughs> so beautiful in this movie. Right. Everybody's wearing very elaborate costumes. Yes. And they're they're doing so confidently. <laughs> yes. No one seems weirded out by it. like you don't see one of the Hawkman going like oh <laughs> or trying to cover short shorts. No. Everyone <laughs> is really confident in there and I, I think it's got an interesting story i don't know if it's intentional or not but i love the idea that like everyone in in mongo is an asshole <laughs> like, and then flash comes along and shows them a better way <laughs> well they've been under ming for so long that's true they don't know any other life that's true they did mention that that's his job his job is to make people to make them all fight each other yeah um so he does a good job of that in a, there, in a movie like this you can tell if like the actors or People working on the movie aren't taking it seriously. <laughs> yeah. And I, people who made Flash Gordon are taking it pretty seriously. Right. They weren't... Um, you know, there's that thing about, like, do you play it straight? Do you play it silly? Um, and I, I love that it feels straight. It feels like, yeah, there's some weird stuff to it, but it feels like they're trying. You know what I mean? They're not... Yeah. It, it, I, again, it's that thing we talk about where it's something like... Uh, where people will think, like, Sharknado. And it's like, yeah, but Sharknado is always kind of winking at the camera. And it feels less authentic. This feels like something people cared about making. And I like that. You know, I'm not saying people don't care who the Sharknado, but they, they're very clearly, it's kind of like Sharknado's kind of like, oh, Sharknado, huh? <laughs> I hate that Slayer, like, winking thing. And I feel like, like, this has that, this is like, he's like Xanadu. It's like, he doesn't have that winking. Like, except for the weird stuff where they make jokes about, like, oh, like, this chick's turning me on when he's, like, telepathically talking. But even then, it's sort of like, don't worry about that. It's not about you. Or <laughs> And, like, Ming's villainy. I mean, Ming is genuinely a terrible person on every level in this movie 
Pretty much. I mean, there's a difference between doing a Sharknado that is the the purpose of the movie is to be yeah some, some stupid reference yeah and having a, like an absurd premise <laughs> that you try to make a good story out of yes definitely well I mean Killer Clowns it's like Killer Clowns is a great movie and it's clearly an absurd premise <laughs> <laughs> Cloudy with a Chance of Peepals is clearly an absurd premise well maybe yeah. <laughs> I mean until science goes mad until start rain starts raining grilled cheese <laughs> so I, I until I, science goes around <laughs> Until science gets great. <laughs> For a second, I thought you were making a pun. Science goes awry. Like on rye bread, but it was very, very weak. Missed <laughs> opportunity. <laughs> What's your uh, best thing? What's your best thing in this movie? This movie has a fucking amazing soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't heard the, the Queen intro to Flash, you need to go find it now. Yes. Were they going to watch Flash Gordon or not? This is their first movie they did. They also did. The only other movie they did was uh, Highlander. It's a great soundtrack. <laughs> Even like the synth stuff, it holds up really well. Like, like there's parts where like, Flash is just flying a spaceship. He's just flying a spaceship and getting shot at. He's not doing anything besides like looking intense. <laughs> and then the music's like, <laughs> and you're like, it's badass. I like this music better than Xanadu, the Xanadu 80s music. <laughs> I like the Xanadu 80s music because it's kind of charming, but this one is feels like it has aged better. Yeah. Hey, Queen, mean, of course. Queen. Queen, yeah. Well, actually, a lot of the music on Xanadu, depending on like uh, some of the ELO stuff, uh, I think aged pretty well. Um, but it's, yeah. it's weird. It's weird. But yeah, you can definitely see when something's like, well, you can tell Queen is. <laughs> I'm going to go on record. Queen was probably a pretty good band. <laughs> pretty controversial statement. Uh, I don't want to. <laughs> you know the Beatles? I heard they were pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Tread carefully here to see if we're offending uh, our fan. Offending <laughs> our fan. I will say, oh, you ready? Here's my controversial opinion. I, I really like the monkeys better than the Beatles. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know if you're being serious. Right I now. am being serious, by the way. <laughs> now, I know I'm a musical Philistine, so don't don't take that too seriously. I'm Everything that we've done on the podcast <laughs> is flashing before my eyes right now. <laughs> you're a monster. <laughs> I'm just saying, um, Ringo is no Peter Tork. <laughs> <laughs> oh, everybody picks on Ringo. Uh, everybody picks on Ringo. That poor guy. My favorite thing. Have you seen Ringo's uh, paint art? <laughs> some of it. I've seen some of it. He's a master of all. He's a Renaissance man. <laughs> <laughs> he does clowns. Am I right? Is Renaissance man at a fifth grade level, I guess. <laughs> He does clowns? Does he? Or am I thinking somebody else? Oh, it was Red Skeleton. He used to paint clowns. All right. My favorite thing. It's going with the soundtrack. You went with the sound. I went with the look. I love the look of this movie. I love every set. I love every costume. I mean, even the minor characters. Like, there's the general lady costume. It looks ridiculous, but it doesn't. And and every time Ming shows up in some ridiculous costume, it's like, man, that guy looks awesome. The variety of hats? The variety of hats. <laughs> Don't even get me started. <laughs> There's a guy that looks like Robin Hood and Birdman. Oh, that's right. Leather shorts and all somehow it all just kind of goes together. It does. It goes together. It's eclectic. And uh, well, it actually reminds me of like you ever watch like those old old serials or old movies or even old. A lot of times when they go into space, they would like they run into like the space princess and everyone's like wearing togas for no good reason. <laughs> And I always thought that was kind of an interesting look. Uh, you know, like when you, when like my, I love John Carter of Mar, Mars books and like he goes to space and everyone's like mostly naked. But if they do, they just have some harnesses and some swords. That's all they do. 
And it's called Sword and Planet is the actual name of the genre. It's not very popular anymore. But Flash Gordon was Sword and Planet, which is you go off, you have adventures on a sort of pseudo-futuristic primitive world where they both have laser fights and sword fights. And I love that. I love that idea. Everything. And I love like even Flash's wardrobe when he's like, he's just got like, <laughs> like his t-shirt. <laughs> this is Flash. Flash on it. I'm like, yeah. Uh, I just love the look of this movie. So also, this is one of those movies with a lot of good looking people, which I like. Yeah. Some attractive actors. Yeah. 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 Here and elsewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what, uh, what's your worst thing? Uh, I feel like the story is a little bit jumbled at the start and at the end. Um, yeah. Where they just kind of jump into things. Yeah. It kind of just, things just happen. But it's paced so well. <laughs> and I mean, the fucking Queen soundtrack's playing. So, I, I forgive you. And I'm going <laughs> to actually, <laughs> I'm actually going to give it extra credit. It's not really, I know, I don't think they planned it. But it feels like the kind of like a comic strip. Because Flash Gordon was a comic strip. Yeah. So, it feels like that. It's like, well, last week, Flash <laughs> made friends with the Hawkman. <laughs> this week. He's attacking. <laughs> yeah, episodic. Like, yeah. Uh, Sky Captain would be. Yeah. My least favorite thing is the love story between Dale and Flash. <laughs> because, not because I find it ridiculous, because again, I'm cool with them. I know they're going to get together, but they get like really together. Yeah. Like it goes from. Real fast. It goes from, hey, I'm glad you're here. I, I think I like you a lot too. What do we tell our kids? Oh, I accept. I'm engaged. <laughs> they're just engaged. And I don't think they've even kissed yet, like in the movie. <laughs> puritanical <laughs> well it fits with the whole larger it actually fits with the uh romance angle like romances in like, the romance genre before it became associated with just women was about larger than life adventure and that really was sort of the idea it's like because like i love john carter and one of the things that john carter is literally john carter sees deja thoris and is like i love you i'm gonna lay down my life for you and it's like you haven't even talked to her yet man <laughs> And uh, Tarzan does that. Now, at least Tarzan, he hasn't seen a lot of women. <laughs> sure. But literally, when he sees Jane, he's like, oh, this, I think I love this lady. That's it. Now, he's kind of primitive. I get it. But so it kind of fits with that, too, where it's kind of like you have just two characters that are just like, I'm hunky and, and a hero. You're hunky and a hero. Done. <laughs> Let's do this. Let's do this. Um, so I, I don't really think of it as a negative, but we list a negative. So I'm going to list it anyway. <laughs> he does miss his chance to go to a pleasure moon. <laughs> <laughs> yes. With... With Ming's daughter, Forbidden Fruit. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Makes it all the more wild. <laughs> That's the uh, alternate version of this. Is like the body heat version. <laughs> Earth blows up and blows Flash up. just doesn't care anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Dale finds him on the pleasure moon. <laughs> Yeah, that's just terrible, Dale. Uh, uh, you wanna you wanna hang out? We can do some crazy stuff here. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Flash. It's a pleasure moon, baby. What stays happens on the pleasure moon stays on the pleasure moon. Grab a leather harness. Get on on this. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess that's it. Uh, we'll do the the wheel. Oh, yeah, it's the, the wheel. wheel okay, yeah. All right. Here we go. Ragweed allergies. <laughs> Give me a second here. I can make this. I can make, we can make this work. Well, I think in this scenario, mm -hmm. Flash Gordon is the ragweed, <laughs> 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 and uh, Mongo <laughs> yes. is the the in, the unsuspected environment <laughs> that's never encountered ragweed before. So everybody starts sneezing. And it spreads. 
sneezing teamwork <laughs> on each other. Teamwork. <laughs> 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 and Ming's really susceptible to rat weed, I guess. <laughs> he doesn't know what's going on, so he keeps he's trying to like bravado his way through it. Right. But at the day Ultimately he winds up stabbed <laughs> through the gut by ragweed. <laughs> <laughs> stabbed through the gut. You know what? I actually like this. I like this one because that's the premise here is that like uh, humans are ragweed. <laughs> right? And he's trying to eliminate them, but you can't get rid of them. Can't get rid of ragweed. Mm-hmm. You know what? I agree with this. I like this. But also the idea of, of uh, an unexpected allergen or unexpected, you know, outsider agent. <laughs> it's like Flash showing like people the that they don't have to be jerks and they sneeze teamwork. Right. Yeah. If, if Flash went away, they'd stop sneezing teamwork. Actually. <laughs> Would pro- I hope they wouldn't go immediately back to their ways. No, oh, take a day or something. <laughs> Get it out of your system. <laughs> I hate you, Prince Baron. <laughs> Hey, now, what did Flash say? Screw Flash! <laughs> Flash is old news, man. It was turned out Ming was the only one keeping everything in check. It's ironic. They don't show what happens to Mongo after Flash. No. Well, he didn't leave. He stuck. I mean, I don't know why the doctor, Dr. Zarkov, who could build a spaceship on Earth, can't build a spaceship back. Yeah. But they don't say he can. I guess. Somehow the more advanced technology of Mongo... Is less capable. It's based on of, pudding physics. <laughs> pudding physics. Pudding space. I feel like we need to explain that now. <laughs> what? Oh, it's simple. So all the space in Mongo is uh, this lava lamp background of, yeah. of colored, mucusy looking. <laughs> it was it, it was done through uh, uh, they swirled colored uh, dye in, in water. Oh, okay. That's a very kind of seventies effect. Yes, it's very... It's pudding space. It's pudding space. Because <laughs> everything just, goes really slowly through it. Right. <laughs> and you don't ever have to have a space suit. There's always air everywhere, which is fine. Right. And the air is thick enough to hold up... Hawkman. Hawkman. <laughs> <laughs> With their slow flapping wings. So you're saying that the, uh, it's like a ship built to operate in pudding space. Right. <laughs> Cutting it. It's more like a submarine. It takes the pudding in and expels it. <laughs> I'm just saying, not create motion. <laughs> I'm just saying, Dr. Zarkov, pretty much a genius, <laughs> who not only figures out how to save the Earth, like the Earth's under attack, builds a spaceship on his own with his t- this this one other guy. <laughs> this is personal Igor. I'm saying that's impressive. I know that comic book scientists do that all the time. You know, like comic scientists and engineers, it's just like, Oh, I designed this super suit. Well, yeah, but it's going to cost you millions of dollars and, and take years to design and make. No, I, I just, once I designed it, that's the hard part. No, it's not. It's not the hard part. I made it my workshop. Right. <laughs> With wood scraps. <laughs> it's like, it's like uh, every, like some of the Spider-Man villains, the minor Spider-Man villains, it's like the shocker. And he's got like these, he doesn't shock people, by the way, which is really weird. <laughs> he's got these I gauntlets this kind of that shoot force. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> He's got these gauntlets that shoot forest bolts. And uh, I'm like, well, how does he keep getting those? Like, once Spider-Man takes them away, he, what, who keeps giving him money to make? Does he go to a small business loan? <laughs> what, do you, what do you want this money for? Well, it's really not shock gauntlets. <laughs> you have any collateral? But uh, Oh, if I have my shock gauntlets. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to pay that loan or something. <laughs> I'll pay you back. I need, I need $2 million. I'll pay you back tomorrow. Don't ask. But i like, that's fine because that's comic book physics. I get it. You know? sure. It's like my favorite thing about comic books they point out is that Ant-Man in the comic books, the original Ant-Man, Hank Pym, started out as an entomologist. 
<laughs> and then at the end, he built an evil robot. <laughs> it's like... Sounds right. Yeah. It's just, he's a scientist. What does that mean? He just does stuff. <laughs> All right. So, you want to do our exchange... Our, uh, Contact info. Yeah, let's do some business. <laughs> uh, if you want to follow us on Twitter, it's at Save the Movies. If you want to find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Save the Movies. Our website is Save the Movies.com. Our email address is podcast at Save the Movies.com. Lee's blog is AleeMartinez.com. Twitter is at AleeMartinez. Facebook is AleeMartinez Action Force Clubhouse. If you can't find us then, I don't know. We can't do anymore. I don't know. We're eager to hear from you, by the way. (laughs) Fan. Fan, please. please (laughs) Drop us an email. Drop us an email and tell us that we're wrong, that LL Cool J isn't awesome. Don't do that because you're wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, uh, leave us a five-star review on iTunes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hey, my wife did it. My wife left us a review. I don't (laughs) know. She she might not have done five. She's not a fan. Three stars. It was all right. (laughs) All right. Take whatever. We're desperate for any kind of uh, reinforcement. One star. At least they listened. If you uh, email or tweet us uh, addition for the wheel metaphors, we'll probably put it in there. Yeah, we would. Totally. (laughs) All right. So, spoiler break. Was it you said we should offer a coupon like a KFC or (laughs) free Chick-fil-A sandwich deal? (laughs) Well, not a free. Buy one, get one. (laughs) (laughs) Not made of money. (laughs) Spoilers. Spoilers. We start with, the movie just has, okay, well, it starts with uh, the voiceover and they're targeting the earth. Yes. And you get the whole... Uh, the whole array of weather effects. <laughs> right, which I like. And that the idea is that uh, Ming is like, oh, I'm just going to mess with them. I'm gonna, I love that he's just, you know, I like to just play with them. Um, this is funny. This I noticed in the trivia on IMD, but DB, but all the actors, when their name flashes on the screen, the character they play from is is shown from the comic strip. So you see all the actors in their comic strip form before you see them as people. Oh, nice! I did not notice that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just like it's just it's just like all this sort of stock footage of <laughs> disasters. And I like I, I like we talking about was with all of it. It's like okay, earthquakes. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Tsunami, typhoon, and then it's just like hot hail. <laughs> like hail wasn't enough. Isn't that just rain? <laughs> It's like, is that just fireballs? I don't get it. What do you, hot hail? Just, well, there's another one of those meteorites. Yeah. Which would just be the, hot I hail. think they show some of those slowly yeah. plunking into streams. Yeah. It's like, it's weird that Ming decided to jazz up the hail. <laughs> Nothing else is like, is it like mega earthquake, even though it's clearly a mega earthquake or mega typhoon. He was just looking at the, he was looking at his control console and was like, earthquake, mm. tsunami, mm. hail. <laughs> Jazz it up a bit, man. <laughs> <laughs> and we start with the great theme song. Flash. Flash. Ah. Uh, He's a miracle. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and then... King of the impossible. 
<laughs> Don't worry, you'll be in the break. <laughs> yeah, I better be. And then, um, so then they we back to the credits. We have uh, we actually meet Flash, uh, played by Sam Jones. Who is dubbed about maybe, I don't know, maybe half about this movie because uh, of a dispute he had with the producer, Dino Dolorentis. De another fun trivia, not really that fun, but I'll give it anyway, is he has uh, light hair, dark hair, he had to dye blonde. And Dale had blonde hair, he had to dye dark. Really? Mm-hmm. The actress. Uh, Dale better. Uh, Melody Anderson. Um, Crazy. Um, so yeah, he's the quarterback of the New York Jets. Yeah. <laughs> and the king of the impossible. <laughs> You would know that if you saw him win the Super Bowl, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I guess. I'm just picturing, you know, I love I love the the premise of the idea of, like, a Flash Gordon, like, a guy who's, like, an athlete and goes off and space has, like, a cool adventure and, like, ends up being, like, this guy who, like, helps liberate space and all that. I just picture that in real life where it would be, like, uh, Mike Tyson, Wayne Gretzky, in space! <laughs> <laughs> Lamar Odom! <laughs> <laughs> Wayne Gretzky's laser hockey stick. Laser hockey stick. <laughs> Call on uh, Arnold Palmer. <laughs> <laughs> Arnold! Ah! <laughs> He's a miracle. <laughs> he did come up with that half, half tea, <laughs> half lemonade drink. Yeah. It's his legacy. It's his legacy. And that and the excellence and the universe of, that we live in. That's right. <laughs> So this is where they get the flying, they meet, Dale and Flash meet, and they're on the plane, and you get the disasters happening. <laughs> yeah. The Flash goes up to the cockpit. Yeah. To ask the pilots if they're doing their job right. I guess. Just check out him. They're like, you're a great guy, Flash. I do like, like, you know what I also like is that one of the things I liked about the new Wonder Woman movie is she's unapologetically just a great person. Like, likable and nice compassionate and cares about people and i love that like they i think like somebody now would be really tempted to do a flash gordon movie they do something like flash has to learn not to be arrogant yeah but this one he never has a flash of arrogance in this movie he's just a great guy he's like this sort of the idea that the, or the traditional idea of the the super Amer- like all american guy he's like he's an athlete he's a team player he's a leader he cares about you you know <laughs> and i think that's really cool because it's not something you see. That's like one of my complaints about the the John Carter movie is there's this whole storyline they built up about him being kind of conflicted. And I'm like, he's never – he's just a really good guy in those stories. He shows up to Mars and is just like, oh, I'm going to have adventures now. <laughs> oh, there's Deja Thoris. I like her. Or there's somebody else who needs help. I'll help them. And it never, never once he's like, well, is it my business? <laughs> and they're like – he's like, sword fight. I'll help that guy. Very so, pure kind of character. It's it's nice, and especially because this I feel like this is a this movie's like PG. I think it's 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 mostly directed at a younger audience. Um, but I just think it's nice. It's I, I think those characters are good, especially for such a simple movie as this is. We don't need to make it overly complicated. Yeah, we didn't need dark Flash Gordon. No, <laughs> like there's enough going on in this movie. It's source material is that way, right? Too. I mean, right, because he's, he's the guy with the adventures. Yeah. yeah, so that's nice. Their plane starts to go down, and Flash Flash has been taking flying lessons, oh, yeah. fortunately. <laughs> Uh, at one point here, uh, Ming's face shows up and did, did materialize the, the pilots. pilots. Yeah, I do like <laughs> I the part. This is I thought the part where he's trying to comfort her about like, well, no, what happens is sometimes the plane and then his face goes blank <laughs> and that darkness shows up and he's just like, well, now I have no explanation for this. <laughs> so yeah, they had to land the plane. Yeah, and while they're clashing the plane, we have we meet Doctor Zarkov. 
rights. Which Played I like him. that he's not um, like a dweeb like you might have seen in a lot of eighties movies. But what Zarkov? Yeah, yeah, Zarkov is pretty cool. Yeah, he's a uh, he's a badass, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, the thing I will say is Dale, Doctor Zarkov, and Flash are all badasses. Yes, which is good because there's only three of them to save the Earth. <laughs> they better be badasses. <laughs> it's <laughs> in hindsight. <laughs> It's a good thing Zarkor didn't convince his assistant to get in that <laughs> rocket ship. <laughs> that guy would have. He seemed, he seemed sensible. But we don't need a sensible person to go save the Earth. We need the king of the impossible. <laughs> we, need, we need the king of the impossible. Action scientist. We need king of the impossible, action scientist, and tough-ass chick. <laughs> and this is a, I like the scale of this model where the plane crashes. <laughs> Zarkov, I love when Zarkov pulls the gun on his guy. We're going to go save the Earth. The guy's like, I'm not going to go. This is nuts. There's a couple of moments in this movie where people react like that. that I really like. Yeah. That um, I think helped the movie a lot. Yeah. Well, because it's the idea. It's kind of like. that could have been really ham-fisted. When I love the idea that Zarkov is right. But, of course, he doesn't have time to convince you. <laughs> right. Like We've got like 14 hours to save the Earth. You got to relax, man. But at the same time, you can't believe the guy for when he says, like, Zarkov's like, well, we're going to go and counterattack outer space. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Makes sense. Yes. (laughs) So the assistant runs off. Right. The plane crashes into the building. That's right. The little model. It's pretty pretty nice. It's a pretty nice model. I like the... uh, It's a good practical effect. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and Flash and Dale jump out unharmed, <laughs> and they lure Zarkov lures them in to right. his rocket. He says the telephone's right in here. That's right. <laughs> and I love that like Zarkov doesn't want Flash. He's just like, I just need someone to push the pedal. You just push the pedal. <laughs> yeah. I'm like you can have Flash too. Why? I don't know why it wouldn't hurt to have Flash along. But so they fight, and then they the pedal gets pushed. And they launch up, which is nice again. A nice special effect. The the rocket launching off. I love that his gun is so ineffective. <laughs> he pulls it on two people and it doesn't work. And when they finally get to like Ming's palace, <laughs> it's like disintegrating. Earth technology is useless. <laughs> well, I am glad too because I think one of the things is like it's weird if you're doing a science fiction adventure and somebody just pulls a gun and shoots somebody. <laughs> It'd be weird to be like Ming the Merciless killed by a thirty-eight. <laughs> What do you mean, some kind of like modified space 30? No, it's just a regular. It's just a bullet. <laughs> a laser bullet? <laughs> uh, no, just, just lead. <laughs> just lead. Maybe lead doesn't exist in putting physics. <laughs> uh, so then they launch the rocket, and there's that cool psychedelic thing where they end up going through the wormhole and uh, putting space. <laughs> <laughs> some lava lamp kind of sequences yeah 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 which is nice i think it's a good transition because it kind of is that moment where it's like well now we're getting to the surreal yeah the real surreal universe <laughs> and the um uh radar guy or, or whatever yeah. uh, minx boss is kind of narrating oh yeah okay yeah. now they're going past the sea of fire <laughs> oh that's right yeah because <laughs> space is full of fire because uh, space is awesome <laughs> it's that thing i love is that you're right like like uh when you get to the Ming, you get to mongo it's like Mongo's cool. All the moons are cool. Space is cool. Even like there's like that one point where they mentioned the galaxy of pleasure. I'm like a whole galaxy of pleasure. Was the next to that is the like the nebula of fear. I don't know. I mean, it's all yeah. kinds of cool stuff. Space, man. You wanted, you would have wanted to see it because you don't have the internal fortitude of flesh. 
I would have I would have been the other guy. I would have been the other guy. <laughs> I'm gonna save the earth. I'm the guy who would have got pushed over by a plane and left on Earth. Woke up a couple hours later and been like, "What happened? <laughs> we saved the Earth. No big deal. Yeah. You missed out. Uh, this no. is my girlfriend now. Oh <laughs> man, I really missed out. Yeah. Well, hot hail really dented up my car. <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's the extended. If this if this is the era of the uh, end credit scene, they would have followed it up with his assistant walking over and just looking at his car with a big dent in it and being." Uh. <laughs> wah, wah. They arrive. This is the part where they come out of the. This is where it gets like he jumps out of the the space capsule and he, and again, Flash is not a bad guy. I like that he's not immediately worried about the aliens. He's like, hey, not from Earth. Yeah, he's like, it's cool. We're cool. I don't know what's going on, but we're cool. And then the alien uses the handgun thing on him, <laughs> which is great. I don't even know if I want to describe it too much. <laughs> you let people go, go see watch it. Flash Gordon. <laughs> And, yeah, I just love that. That Flash is just like, okay, well, they're not, maybe they're not jerks. I don't know. Yeah. Sarkov could be wrong. <laughs> got to try, at least. It would if you come out punching. <laughs> and the aliens are like, we were going to spare the Earth. <laughs> but screw you, man. <laughs> These humans are too dangerous. <laughs> Ooh, sorry, guys. <laughs> Jimmy did you this welcome scarf. <laughs> <laughs> It was really hard. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, they're taken to the, the Ming, Ming's Palace. But again, I love these sets. I love this design. They're being escorted by that robot. I love that flying robot. Yeah. That uh, is like the assistant. And then you're right. Zark, was that Zarkov does thing? He's like, well, I'll just take care of it. I'll just shoot him. Well, he's my... talking about it in front of the robot. Right. I assume because he, he wouldn't. Have guessed the yeah. technology exists, right? To, and the fact that the robot to listen to them, <laughs> right? And the robot disintegrates the gun in his pocket. <laughs> yeah. Come on, man! But he is planning to shoot me, <laughs> right? He is <laughs> from the start. Which, really, to be fair, it's not a bad. It's about the best plan you can do when you're yeah. off. And I mean, what are you going to do? <laughs> you're off on your own, pretty much. Yeah, three people against this right space empire. And uh, uh, lizard man runs by and gets disintegrated. Yeah, that's right. The lizard men look weird in this movie because they have eyes, but the eyes are in their mouth. It's a very <laughs> weird design. It's very surreal. It kind of puts me off, but I kind of like it. Yeah, it's an odd choice. Right. It's very weird because it's just like, well, I think I agree that I'm, I'm kind of I'm intrigued by it, <laughs> but I'm sure whatever bullshit explanation they came up with is insufficient. <laughs> <laughs> the designer was like, I'll just do this. All right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, what if you had guys that were merged inside of a lizard? <laughs> so then we get the the scene where you meet they meet Ming, and you've got all the different tribes of Bongo. Yeah, we kind uh, of to pay tribute to the emperor. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is where we meet uh, Voltar, Voltan, Voltan, leader of the Hawkmen, <laughs> and Prince Baron, leader of the. It's a merry band of thieves. The, the, the swamp dwellers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we also introduce, we also meet uh, Ming's uh, counselor. I forget the guy's name, but I really like this character. This is He's got like the Boba Fett effect, which is he looks really cool. He doesn't do a lot, although he does more than Boba Fett. Boba yeah, Fett doesn't do a lot. He has a role. <laughs> but he does stuff. But I just love his look because I, I love that he's got the this elaborate like robe on and he's getting, he wears that and he's got like a golden arm. Yeah, I think it's, it's uh, really aged well. Yeah, it looks really cool. It looks really cool. Up. <laughs> Write some fan fiction about that guy. 
And Max von Sydow in the throne, like with the Ming outfit. Oh, he looks so great. I just love his look in that outfit. Yeah, the eyebrows. Yeah. His eyebrow game is on point. You know, <laughs> and, and it's really dangerous because Ming was basically inspired by Yellow, yellow Peril uh, characters. Yeah. In this case, whitewashing helps. <laughs> <laughs> Not that Ming was Asian, but he looked very Asian in the comic strips. Yes. Uh, and I think it helps that Max von Sydow, being a white guy, clearly sidesteps that there's some elements of that with like the beard and stuff like that yeah but he comes since he's so clearly not an asian character it helps it helps a lot agreed because there's he does have the fu manchu yeah but sort of well he's got he's still got the look of the bald and the fu manchu which is kind of a yellow peril look but um but i think it works fine and and this is a case where i will approve of whitewash (laughs) (laughs) but not that i don't i don't think of ming as asian anyway but I think you're right. There's clearly some some Asian influence. Oh yeah, he was definitely that was, that was based on ye- Yellow Peril. Yeah, there's a there's actually a character in Marvel Comics called the Yellow Claw, who was exactly that. And Fu Manchu, Fu Manchu was actually a character in Marvel for a little bit before they lost the rights to him. Uh, they had him for a couple of years, and so he was part of the Marvel Universe. And uh, Shang Chi, Master of Kung Fu, was his son. So now Shang Chi is still a part of the Marvel Universe, um, but like they'll never quite say like, "Oh, your father." <laughs> <laughs> You've disappointed your father. I'm sure I have. But yeah, so I, I think it works fine. And then plus this is so surreal with the outfits and stuff. It doesn't really look like, yeah, you know, it's, his outfits are robes and these weird things. But everybody's weird, weird things. Yeah. If it's... Uh, and I love the, I have to say, it's a weird sort of diversity, which, again, I don't think about. I didn't think about it a lot before. But like, there's that tribe that's all the black people and they have their own outfits. And there's the little people. Yeah. And they have their own outfits. And I think that's pretty cool. They all have a pretty distinctive look. Right. They feel like they're different kingdoms and cultures, which fits. <laughs> right. I mean, I don't know if it's as um, like epic in scope as a Lord of the Rings or something would be, but this is pre Well, Flash Gordon went a long way, too. I, I'm curious if like those those tribes existed in the, in the comic strip. I would be interested in seeing that. Hmm. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Because, I mean, it was a long-running comic strip. So. Surprised you don't know, actually. Well, I'm surprised <laughs> I don't know either. I don't know a lot about Flash Gordon. I only know a little bit. Um, Sounds like you need to do some research. <laughs> <laughs> so this is what we see. How do you do enough research on the podcast? It's easy for me to say. That's right. You don't know anything, Scott. My to know nothing about That's comics. That's right. Any of this stuff. It's like, I don't know what you're filling your brain with. It's clearly not useful information like this. And <laughs> Nah, just, you know, cook stuff. <laughs> Dress myself. <laughs> <laughs> the I love and then so like this is just showing off Ming being a jerk, which he is. Oh sure. Introduce the other characters too, but which he's is cool. An exquisite jerk. <laughs> he is. I love like that where the guy's like, "Well, we have nothing to offer about our loyalty since you just destroyed our kingdom," and Ming's like, "Well, why don't you throw yourself on your sword then?" <laughs> and then the guy he, Ming kills the guy, and I love the way he kills the guy where the, the, the guy pulls the sword, tries to kill him, and that robot freezes him. And then Ming doesn't just like, he just like delicately pries the sword out of his hand and just kills him. I just love that like deliberate choice. I'm saying Max Foncito, not since Frank Langella played Skeletor. <laughs> have I seen a high, high grade actor playing a B grade villain with such aplomb? <laughs> that scene is how you set up somebody like me. <laughs> yes. It's, 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 it's really, yeah. You know, when we talk about there's this, a lot of there's, in there. <laughs> there is, there's a lot of cool direction in this movie when you think about it. Cause that really is, there's so many ways you could have done that, but the way that he literally <laughs> moves each finger and then just kind of like holds a sword and just kind of like just stabs him gently. Right. Everything he does is very deliberate. Yes. 
<laughs> and he doesn't and he doesn't change his expression like at first you'd be like it'd be really easy that he's not acting but he doesn't change his expression because he's just like he's disinterested <laughs> but it's just very it's like, then they have the scene where mean caresses dale yeah his hypno ring <laughs> that's uh yeah i think you just have to see that <laughs> you know it's amazing like it's it's you know this is not really a raunchy movie but it is kind of risque and it's funny when you realize it's literally somebody like on a sound stage like across from each other <laughs> acting right it's one of, some of my favorite special effects are when people do something that's just like that's not even nobody did anything like uh, dark city have you ever seen dark city yeah like there's a part in dark city where one of the those strangers just walks up to a police officer and just waves his hand in front of the police officer and the police officer just falls over asleep no special effects it's just literally two guys acting it's one of my favorite special effects in the movie because it's just like, oh, my God, he put that guy to sleep. I was like, well, it's just acting. And that's what I feel like this is, too. It's like they put a glow on her. But other than that, it's just her going like, hmm, yeah. And him just doing this thing with his hand over here. And I'm like, this, should I be watching this? I feel like, can this be in a PG movie? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was a good scene. It is. It is. It's really good. Um, and then they he asks. What? They're going to turn Zarkor, and Dale's going to be his concubine, and he's going to have his guards kill Flash. <laughs> yes, something like that. Well, no, they weren't going to do it originally. Something about, yeah, or throw him in a pit or something. I forget, but he doesn't want... Flash is going to defend Dale right. from being a concubine. <laughs> and then the the guards suck. come out, and then they're fighting, and first he's getting his ass kicked. Then it's like going to a football <laughs> game. <laughs> Zarkor throws him in like a... a Football-sized egg yeah. or something. This is fun because it shouldn't work, but it worked for me. <laughs> Probably because it's self-aware, but in a good way. Because even like when the counselor is like, he's playing some kind of idiotic game with you. <laughs> Do this. <laughs> and I love Ming is watching it and just being like, are your men properly trained? <laughs> like Ming is not worried because he's like, I'm Ming. You think I'm worried about this jerk? <laughs> but he's like, you really, maybe you should, you know, execute their trainers or something. I love that. And then like, yeah, she starts cheering. Dale starts cheering. <laughs> By the way, that was improvised. She improvised that. A lot of this stuff was improvised, it turns out. Um, oh, and the, the Queen soundtrack starts playing again. Yeah. Oh. Which is great. Yeah, and it's cool. He's like knocking guys down left and right. And the, the other guys are sort of helping him a little bit on the sidelines without getting It's so too goofy, risk. but it completely changes the tone of yeah. <laughs> what has been going on. And I love that when like they, they start throwing the balls. And then Sarkov <laughs> throws the ball. And it hits Flash and knocks him out. And I love that the music just, like you said, it just, boom. <laughs> yeah, it's just silence. He's like, scene over. Yeah. <laughs> it just gives you that feeling. Oh. <laughs> Whoops. It's like they could have done a record scratch. <laughs> so, yeah, I really enjoy that. This is this is a scene that I think people are going to latch on to as something stupid in the movie. It is. Um, and it's, it's goofy. <laughs> It is stupid, but it's not. And I think, again, it goes back to what we talked about with Killer Clowns. It's done with a lot of intent. Because it's reminding us that, well, Flash is an athlete. He's not a warrior. He's an athlete. <laughs> and and it's it's also kind of surreal. I mean, that's the thing, you know. And even then, in a weird way, I don't know I don't know if I can say it's intentional or not, but him doing that stuff and all the other people around him kind of helping him a little bit, it's like the beginning of the idea that he's a leader. And he leads by example. He's like, right. that's he's, what he does. He's inspiring. Yeah. <laughs> These people who have been uh, uh, under, under uh, Ming's thumb. Right. Princess Allura is like, uh, well, can I have him? <laughs> I will give credit to Ming. Ming's like, no, not this one. <laughs> Execute this guy. Yeah, right. He's gone too far. <laughs> <laughs> He's too dangerous. So then we get the uh, execution of Flash. Well, we, first we get the 
the Flash meeting her in the in the dungeon, which is a nice scene. Again, this is one of the few scenes where they actually talk to each other, and it's nice before they fall in love two scenes later <laughs> and get decide to get married. Like it's a very important hour of courtship. <laughs> I'm an old fashioned guy. I like to touch your boo before. <laughs> Before I talk about having kids. Maybe that's just me. <laughs> Second base. Second candleless. I, I admit. I admit. I'm, I'm a scoundrel. <laughs> you can. Uh, by the way, I love, I have to admit, I love every scene with the, the counselor. I just love him. He, he uh, The actor isn't like, has it have much. Because he's got that makeup on and all that. But he does such a great job with the character and his delivery is so nice. And his body language is really nice even under that. So like in this scene where he's in the dungeon, he's just like, oh, yes, here you have until this. I just love it. just love him. <laughs> he's got a lot of personality. He does. He does. There's a movie called, um, oh, Turbo Kid. Low budget like parody of like this idea. Sort of a satire. Not satire, but like a pastiche of that. And there's a character in that movie, and I forget what his name is, but he basically has like this helmet that covers his entire head. You can see his like you can see his hair, but that's it. And he never says a word. And he never and his body language in that movie is perfect. And this character reminds you of that. And there'll just be scenes where I'm just like, I don't know why I like this character so much. He doesn't do anything, but he's just in the back that'll just be like shrugging. It's like, oh wow, that's great. <laughs> this one guy reminds you of that, but he gets to speak. Acting. Mm-hmm. Every character in here is is pretty well acted. Yes. Uh, even the the really minor character. I love the general, like the, the yeah. yeah. Ryan Bless's characters. <laughs> Of course, Timothy Dalton, very emotive. Princess Allura, I like Princess Allura a lot. She's really good. Yeah, even the Doctor who saves Flash, like he only has like two scenes, but like you get yeah, that confidence. He's like, "Are oh, you going to get me killed?" But he's like, "Ah, oh, but I got to get that. <laughs> yeah. I got to get with that." I can't say no to you. <laughs> uh, and the Robin Hood guy is good. Timothy Dalton. Timothy Dalton. Mm-hmm. Good James Bond. No, I don't think of something else. Yeah, James Bond for three movies. You mm-hmm. don't believe me? Yeah, uh, I do. He was uh, Living Daylights. <laughs> There was the living, uh, living daylights, license to kill, and one other. I can't remember the other one. Well, he's got the same look of that guy who used to play Robin Hood. Um, <laughs> Errol Flynn. Back in the day, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that. I can see that. That may be why they cast him. So that definitely helps. Yes. Where are they? So they're going to execute Flash. They do the whole thing. They gas him, but he's not really gassed. <laughs> of course, because we surprise. <laughs> That's a pretty dark scene, though. <laughs> it is. It's played pretty roughly. I mean, it's like, you're. this is Flash's darkest hour. Right. There's no real indication. Well, there's a little indication that he's going to survive it. Yeah. All we really see is the doctor yeah. injecting well, something. Plus, we know it's Flash Gordon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly. Uh, Clearly, he's not going to die yeah. 15 minutes into the movie. Yeah. Uh, when he gets... And then when they, I like when we see his, his tomb. And he's got this really nice gravestone. <laughs> That Ming has not only done a really nice tombstone, he's done it with his logo. <laughs> That's because Ming, he may he may he kill you, but he respects you. Yeah, he's an asshole, <laughs> but he's got style. <laughs> Again, what's the difference between a villain and a supervillain? Presentation. I don't know if he has a poison fingernail, but he really should. <laughs> he really should have a poison fingernail. <laughs> so, yeah, they, get, they revive Flash and then sneak him out. And they're uh, off to the, the Pleasure Galaxy. <laughs> no, the Pleasure Moon. Pleasure, pleasure moon. Galaxy. Galaxy of Pleasure is a whole different galaxy. place. Because there's two, this, while this is going on, we also see Zarkov. Yeah. And I love this scene with Zarkov because, again, it highlights how obnoxious Ming is. 
It's also introducing the general because we this is the first time we meet her. Ming's like, well, what I do is I, I every so often I test planets, and if they just don't notice what I'm doing, they just think it's like natural disasters. I let them be; they're harmless. But if they respond, I know they're dangerous, and I decide to destroy them. <laughs> I just wanted you to know that before I erased your mind. I'm like, what the hell? Exquisite. It's like the 30 seconds that you're going to know this and be tormented by it is going to feel really nice to me. <laughs> it's because Ming is a proper villain. He, he knows what he likes, man. You know what? You know when you do what you love, you never work a day in your life. <laughs> I think what I like about Ming is that his character has a motivation. Yeah. And it's a horrible motivation, but a lot of times when you see this, this character yeah. that's just evil, sometimes there's no no real reason presented for it's, it. It's like my uh, the movie Aragon. You have uh, John Malkovich playing the evil king, and all that he does is sit in his throne room in this castle doing nothing. And somebody comes in and reports to him, and he just gets this look on his face like, well, do something. <laughs> and I'm like, well, you're not enjoying yourself. Why'd you conquer the universe? Why'd you conquer the kingdom? <laughs> but Ming... He's there. He's involved. He's enjoying yeah. it. He's a, a developed <laughs> to some degree. I, well, it is because you're right. It, I love that idea that he's like, I just want you to be sure that you knew <laughs> that you screwed the earth over before you forgot. I just love that he does that. I think he, he's the kind of guy that eats grapes for effect. <laughs> Like he'll sit there behind a dark screen waiting <laughs> for the right moment to look like, like he's just been casually right. the grapes. It's sort of the Batman effect. <laughs> like Batman will lurk in the shadows for like an hour just so that I, <laughs> someone will be like, where's Batman? He steps out. I'm right here. And they're just like, wow, that's great. He's sitting there waiting going, this is going to be so awesome. <laughs> he's so awesome. So Ming's the same way. You're right. Like the part where we're torturing his daughter and he's just like. So awesome. Keep it cool, me. Keep it cool. Keep it cool. Oh, oh, they're talking. They're talking. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Straight face. Straight face. Straight face. <laughs> That's what makes him a pro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the rule. I, it's like they said, it's a Batman can never act like he's cool because that would ruin the whole thing. It's like, do you see what happened? Man, I knocked out their gun with three batarangs. That's awesome. <laughs> this guy's a nut. Get him out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Ming ever showed weakness, <laughs> choking on his his, his wine. <laughs> Flash, it amuses me. <laughs> Wrong pipe. <laughs> and then we also get Dell. She's being prepared for her night of pleasure with Ming. I love this this big like ridiculous bed she's in, and I love the like the outfit the concubines are all wearing. <laughs> they bring her some absinthe. There's a space absinthe. Space absinthe. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, many men die. It has no name, which is like, just name it. <laughs> it has no name. Many men died from the ring from the galaxy of pleasure. I'm just like, so she drinks it and passes out immediately. But then like later on, so then they erase Zarkov's memory, but they don't. Shh, spoiler alert. <laughs> and this is a long sequence. Yeah. Where they like reverse through his memories, major moments in his life. <laughs> yeah. And I did like the part where they show Hitler <laughs> and the counselor's like, he had potential. <laughs> We get it. You guys love Nazis. They're so evil. <laughs> Ming does appreciate a showman. <laughs> and also kind of ties in. The, I like that it actually a little bit ties in the fact that Zarkov is like a Jewish. He's a Jewish character. Yeah. You know, and uh, the Russian Jews and all that. And uh, so, yeah, it looks like he's been programmed and all that stuff. Blah, blah, blah. That's cool. Uh, <laughs> That's cool, man. <laughs> and then Dale 
Oh, refers to the part where Flash is flying his the spaceship with Princess Illyria, and she's totally making out with him the whole time. You know, just like Johnny Rico, <laughs> there's just something about being a hero, you know, where everyone's immediately smitten with you. Ladies love it. Right? It's just Dale has the same problem. She's just like Flash means immediately like, oh yeah, that's mine. <laughs> I mean, I think she's an attractive lady. I think Flash is an attractive guy, but I think. Timothy Dalton's an attractive man. I think the other concubines of Ming are pretty attractive. I don't know what it is about these earthlings. It's a certain something. Something. Indefinable. Terran fever. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, she's all over Flash. <laughs> she's all about that life. But here's the difference. Yeah. Flash deserves it. <laughs> That's true. Because he's a miracle. <laughs> That's true. He's a genuine... Well, like, there's no, nothing wrong with Johnny Rico, but... He's not really, aside from the fact that he's good, Flash is good at flipping, but he's also a genuinely great guy. <laughs> like, if Flash is in your corner, and as long as you're not an asshole, Flash is in your corner, you're cool. You're golden. Right. <laughs> Johnny Rico is just a tool of an autocratic society. <laughs> right. It'll only take you so far. It'll only take you so But you're right. Like, I have to admit, when she's making out a Flash, I'm like, well, yeah, he's the cool guy who beat up some... You didn't you said like don't not many people tell no to Ming. <laughs> and ultimately he pushes her off because Because he's, he's nice. He's held hands with Dale. That's right. For two minutes and he's already <laughs> in a relationship with her. You know <laughs> I'm sure as a professional athlete of, of of incredible caliber, he's probably never had many women hitting yeah. on him. This is probably new for him. <laughs> That's understandable. <laughs> <laughs> but this leads to the scene where they're telepath. They have the telepathic helmet, and I love that he's talking to Dale tele- telepathically. And it's got the great line where it's like this chick is really turning me on or something. <laughs> and she's like, "What?" He's like, "Not you. Don't worry about it. Hang up. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta go. <laughs> Gotta go." And then she figures out the drug with the space absence, and then she takes off. And then I I like the scene where she escaping the palace. Yeah, because. Like, she just starts shooting guys. <laughs> She's kicking the crap out of these palace guards. That <laughs> yes. uh, Let's face it, they're never really effective. Definitely not the guys in the gas masks. <laughs> no, no. But Mostly just there to get shot. <laughs> to be fair, though, guards the guards are almost never effective. I mean, otherwise... That's true. It'd be a weird movie. <laughs> it's like always people talk about, like, you know, like, stormtroopers can't shoot. It's like, well, Nazis can't shoot Indiana Jones. People can't shoot... If you're not a main character, you're not going to kill our hero. Right, it's called the Stormtrooper effect. Right. It's <laughs> pretty, pretty common it's, trope. It's going to be weird if like a nameless thug kills Batman. <laughs> <laughs> what are you guys fighting him for? I just shot him in the back. <laughs> yeah, there's your realistic Batman. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 I mean, he's pretty good with those batarangs, but I got a bullet. You can't just come up behind him. He's, his vision's kind of blocked by that mask. Are you okay? But yeah, she kills the guards, and then she gets... She gets Caught by Zarkov. Caught, I'm making air quotes. And um, she tells Zarkov that Flash is still alive. Right. <laughs> and they let her go because they think Zarkov is under control. Right, which seems like a good plan. Right, at that point it does. <laughs> and then you realize, and then he just says, and I like that it's not like a surprise. It's more like he's just like, oh yeah, I, I figured. I, like, well, Zarkov is, he's the Iron Will. Yeah, I used my amazing brain. <laughs> That's right, which is his thing. I'm like, you can't erase Zarkov's mind. Flash, maybe. Dale, maybe, but all they, but not Zarkov. Right. The princess. Flashes all backflips. <laughs> Zarkov is the substance. That's right. 
<laughs> I like I like to think of Flash as you're right, Johnny Rico, but like from a just society. <laughs> also, Flash gets promoted because he's good at leadership. Johnny Rico gets promoted because he's good at flipping. Because <laughs> he avoided dying. <laughs> Whereas every time Flash is like people are like, oh, he, he showed me a better way. <laughs> So Flash is like the uh, Johnny Rico deserving of this. <laughs> so then they go to the Bizarro swamp. <laughs> they go to the swamp world, which is just like Arborea. dingy and oh yeah, it looks horrible. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't look great. I'm like, <laughs> you see the Robin Hood outfits, you're thinking, you know, the the forest. Like arboreal forest and right, it looks like they live in a death world. <laughs> it makes a lot more sense, I guess. It does make sense. The white's why they have the weird ritual, and this is where we see the initiation ritual. Yeah. When this planet came up, he, he said, "Single biome world." Single biome world is just it happens in <laughs> Mongo, which in this case makes sense because they're not really even worlds. I mean, they call them planets, but they're they're, they're weird small. shaping things, and yeah, they're it floating like. things. Yeah, like this is almost like a floating ice cream cone. <laughs> Of swamp death. <laughs> Worst ice cream. Worst ever. ice cream ever with the death mutants. <laughs> and I love the initiation rite where it's like you stick your hand in the stump and hope you don't get stinged by the death monster. <laughs> yeah. Like there's no skill to it. There's no, it's just like you, today you're a man. Now you possibly die. And I'm like, well, that does fit with the rest of this planet. This 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 world is pretty, this is the crappiest planet of the Ming on the Mongo worlds we see. It certainly seems like it. Uh, and that kid sticks his arm there for a long time. <laughs> oh, I guess it's part of it. Because it'd be like, I'd be like, zoop, I'm good. <laughs> you really stick your arm in there. I did. I did. Totally did. Totally did. <laughs> so it stings him and he goes like, oh, well, there you go. So she convinces the, the prince, Prince Baron to keep Flash. But of course, Prince Baron ain't happen about it. So he sticks him in the, the swamp cage. Yeah, with with a Hawkman. Yes, and some lizard people. <laughs> Again, there's a Hawkman. Like, I can't do it. I can't do it. And Flash is like, you can do it. You can do it. Because Flash, I just met you. He's like a dog. I just met you, but I love you. I'm just going to save you. <laughs> I just met you. This is crazy. <laughs> Hold on to this cage and we'll live, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I like that. I like that. And uh, Prince Baron comes up with the needlessly elaborate plan to lure... Flash to the death stump. Yeah. He could just have taken him. Yeah, there's a bunch of ways they could have killed him without <laughs> making it look like an accident. Right. Well, it's like he lured him to the death stump. I mean, it'd be different. You're right. Because later on, just, we'll just drop him in the swamp and let him die. I mean, <laughs> you already know it's a death swamp. <laughs> he, he would have died. Yeah. The time we well, see him. I mean, to be fair, um, what's his face to save him? But he's also about to shoot him. Yes. <laughs> Prince Baron <laughs> saves him. That's because nobody... Uh, but before Flash came along, everybody on Mongo is an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> they just don't know any better, Alex. They don't. <laughs> it's like, oh, that thing's going to kill him. Oh, no. I get to see that look on his face. Uh, so they do the death stuff. With uh, with Flash? Yeah. I like this bit because he walks in there. He's like, all right, stick your arm in. Flash <laughs> is basically dead, going, no, the, that's stupid. Yes. <laughs> then what's he say? You, you're not... What, are you afraid or something like that? And Flash is immediately like, you're on. Well, he, uh, he puts his arm in. Flash is like, oh, can't let that pass. <laughs> One of Flash's moments of machismo. <laughs> yeah. 
He is the quarterback of the New York Jets. <laughs> and this is now, and this is where Prince Varen is really a jerk because, first of all, besides this, because he's like, Flash goes again, and like they go twice, and then he's like, it's your turn again. And I'm like, come on, Varen, I almost respected you. Yep. <laughs> I like that character moment because yeah. you find out he's kind of a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't want to put his arm in the death stuff. He's <laughs> I'm just saying, hopefully, one of the things when Flash does save the universe, <laughs> he helps the, the the Arboreans or whatever get rid of the death stump. It's part of their culture. It's tradition. <laughs> it's not like, you know, you, you'll do like the series and be like, oh, the right of manhood. You've got to go hunt a bear. I'm like, okay, that's dangerous. But you know, he's in action. This one is just like, we just want to see if you're dumb enough to stick your hand in the death stump. <laughs> they might as well just have like a big plate of food and be like, one of these cupcakes is poison. Enjoy. Is that basically the ending of uh, Search for the Holy Grail? Oh, yeah, yeah, where it's like, uh, <laughs> pick the cup. Choose. Choose. So they he he's, Flash escapes with a trickery, because it's not that hard to trick these guys. <laughs> uh, and then he gets hunted by Baron after he's about to get eaten by that weird swamp monster in the quicksand. I mean, this is... And then the Hawkmen come and capture... Because Prince Baron ran off alone, they capture, Hawk, they capture Flash in. Prince Baron. Yeah. And then Sarkoff and, and Dale show up at the Hawkman Palace. Which the Hawkman world is weird, even weirder, because it's not a world. It's just a palace. That's all they have. <laughs> I mean, I guess they I can assume fly. assume there's stuff scattered around that they fly to because yeah, they're Hawkman. I guess. <laughs> but yeah, they're, they're, Hawk- their place is much nicer <laughs> than the ice cream cone of I mean, Swampy. They do have the death the pit. <laughs> they do have the death pit. <laughs> yeah, they do. <laughs> Which is interesting. Is I don't think they fight in there. Because <laughs> there's the, the edge, you fall off. Right. They just fly. you Birdman. Unless it's supposed to be like a black hole that sucks you in. I guess. Maybe this penalty. <laughs> it's a foul if you fall off the side. It's a foul. <laughs> Get it? <laughs> uh, oh. Oh. Uh, these are the jokes, folks. <laughs> what is it? So, and this is where... Dale and Flash reunite. So they've had three scenes together, four scenes together, maybe. And she's just like, and she's like, can't tell me this is not a dream or something like that. You can tell our kids. And she's like, I accept. Like, bam. (laughs) And at first you're like, oh, it's kind of just being cute. But then she literally says, like, they pull her away. She's like, I just got engaged. (laughs) I mean, they're good people. They're going to get along. They're great. Sure. They're two attractive, nice people who kick people who kick evil's ass. I don't think it, it's a high stress situation. I'm just saying it's accelerated. Like I said second base for me at least. <laughs> Maybe they cut that scene. They cut that scene. <laughs> the heavy petting scene. The heavy petting scene. <laughs> Prince Baron and Flash have to fight on the death platform. Yeah. Um what is the guy's name? Valtor? Volt, Voltar. Voltar. Volton. Yeah. Volton or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, he's gonna make him fight to the death. Yeah. For his amusement. Because he's also an asshole. <laughs> he's also an asshole. He's like, war! And I love that they're fighting on the death platform with whips. Because they're not going to give them swords because that'd be too quick. <laughs> and they haven't killed each other within two minutes. And Fulton is immediately bored. And he's like, give me the control panel. <laughs> and he's just pushing it to make the platform like rock back and forth. And the spikes pop out. And again, Brian Blessed is just enjoying the hell out of this. <laughs> Just laughing. Lust for life. Mouth has so many teeth in it. <laughs> so many teeth. Flash. Ah! <laughs> defeats, defeats the Prince Baron, but 
helps him up and immediately wins Prince uh, they shake hands and Prince Baron's like, Where you go? I follow. <laughs> Done. There's a better way. You don't have to alternate each other all the time. And I do like that that actually is a plot point because they talk about that where her father, Princess Aurelia says that about her father. Yeah, he makes sure they're always fighting each other to make sure they don't. That makes sense. <laughs> and uh, rules through fear, right? And then the councilman shows up. The council, the the counselor, <laughs> the advisor. Oh, like I can't remember his name. And is like I love his his arrogance because he just walks in and he's just like. And of course, it makes sense because he's they've been he's expecting them to be cowed down. You know, they're right. they're beaten. You broke their spirits. You broke nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Clytus? Might be Clytus, yeah. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> around here. So Clytus like, gives him all that stuff. Like, oh, well, you're not going here. You've been received. Blah, blah, blah. And then, then <laughs> Prince Baron punches him. And the Flash <laughs> throws him on that spike. That's the end of him. Yeah. The big gruesome death where his eyes pop out of his head and his tongue. And yeah. Total recall. Totally rip that off. <laughs> you should be fine then. Because a total recall. As long as you get back in the air, you're okay. <laughs> Putting physics. Same way you can rip something out of your nose without, like, leaving it, like, <laughs> no big deal. These bones will uh, bend out of the way. That's right. <laughs> it's all cartilage. <laughs> it's all cartilage. <laughs> and uh, immediately, Prince Bolton is still not on board. He's like, oh, well, now we got to leave because we're going to get in trouble. <laughs> yeah. They run away. He almost goes, oh, shit. <laughs> I got to go. <laughs> I got to go. Ming shows up with his... Is warship. They take away all the prisoners except that, and this is this is really. There's only like three scenes that Ming and Flash have with each other. But I like this one because it's that scene where Ming is like, uh, you can tell he respects Flash because he's like, "Well, I'll offer you a kingdom." Yeah, right. He offers him Earth. Right, and what's like uh, Flash? You know, Flash even considers it because Flash is like, "Well, if I could save the Earth." But I love that. Was it? Was he said like Earth will be spared? Yeah, yeah, it'll be spared. I mean, it won't be the same as <laughs> same after all the they become more tractable. <laughs> You mean slaves? That's right. <laughs> and I love that. The other thing I like about Flash is he doesn't really have much guile in the sense of like, uh, he's not super tricky in the sense that he's not going to be like, oh, well, I'll pretend and then I'll wait till things. <laughs> he's just like, no, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> right. It never even occurred to him. No, it's not that he's like. <laughs> plus this. No. And I think that's why Ming, I, I, to be fair, that's probably why Ming is kind of like, oh, what's a shame because. He would have just said yes if he... And I love that, again, he's like, oh, it's a pity. I, I really want you on my side. I love that. That Ming is like, oh, man. You were kind of my bro, man. <laughs> that we were uh, having fun. We were, it was cool. We had, had something going on here. Yeah. Well, guess not. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, once again, Ming leaves <laughs> before Flash is actually dead. Right. He's escaped me that multiple times before. What makes you think you do it again? And this is a little bit of a, a gimme, I guess, because he just goes in the, bo- the basement and finds a... Yeah, he finds a rocket sled <laughs> by accident. Well, I think it's the one that the Hawkman keep, kept for the elderly Hawkman. I guess. <laughs> I like that he flies away in the rocket sled, but not only does he fly away, but like no one notices. Like, what's that piece of roll? It looks like a rocket sled. A guy in a rocket sled. Oh, don't worry about that. That's just rocket sled. <laughs> yeah, it's probably debris. Yeah. But, you know, to be fair, that reminds me a little bit of, like, the idea of uh, Pulp Fiction or of, like, the comic strips or the serials where it's like sometimes their escapes are just kind of like, well, that was convenient. <laughs> I guess I had to throw one in there. Right. <laughs> Dials up uh, Voltan on the bike sled phone. <laughs> That's right. I love that he knows what it's called, too. He calls Rocket Sled. And I love there's that line where he's like, where are you, Flash? Somewhere uh, flying blind on a rocket sled. And I love Brian Blessed repeating it like like he has, like it's like we're only seeing half the conversation. And Brian, 
flying blind on a rocket sled. <laughs> like, <laughs> you can see the the waveform. Yeah, uh, that's not even. By the way, we I don't I don't have the projection of Brian Blessed. None of us do. <laughs> You're probably closest. <laughs> I was just gonna say. And so that's when he goes. You're and, on duty for Brian Blessed impersonations. <laughs> he goes and meets the. The Hawkman. Oh, this is where also I like the this is the part we mentioned that the torture scene. I love the torture with the daughter, where they're they're torturing her. Oh yeah, Princess Illyria. And like you said, that's the part where they. She's like, I demand to see my father, and then they just <laughs> <two red> glass. <laughs> yes, yes. Continue. And they're like, unleash the boar worms. Yeah, do that. You do that. Whatever it takes, man. <laughs> right, which is what pushes her over the edge to right fight against her father. Right. I mean, well, there's I don't two. Know if she has much other choice. <laughs> I think there are two factors in the the overthrowing of Ming. Flash is not an asshole. <laughs> Ming is. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not like you're like. <laughs> I guess one of the things I like about this movie yeah. is there there really isn't any uh, question about who's good or bad. <laughs> right? Yeah, it's that it's that sort of old fashioned idea that's like, no, no, there's clearly a good guy and a bad guy. <laughs> Which, yeah, you know, sometimes they can be too simplistic. But in a movie like this that's sort of larger in life, it works. And I, you're right. It's not like you're like, well, Ming has a bad childhood. No, he's just a jerk. Right. <laughs> sometimes people are just assholes. <laughs> Ming is just like, what What can I do to make somebody's day worse today? <laughs> I haven't felt this good since I thought of Hot Hail. <laughs> he's like... Hail. No, ming it up a little bit. Ming it up. <laughs> ming it up. <laughs> he revels in it. He revels in being evil. <laughs> he does. He enjoys it. So they get the whole thing about the wedding. There's, there's this one line where Dale sounds a little bit like a, like, I'm going to say she sounds a little bit like a jerk where she's upset with Princess Luria and starts <laughs> kicking her ass. Which I, okay, I get that. Princess Luria deserves that. But where she's like, well, I gave my word. You know, I'd, I'd marry Ming and I wouldn't, you know, betray him if he treated the other, you know, the other characters right. And she's like, well, what does that mean? And she's like, well, I have to keep my word. It's one of the things that makes us better than you. I was like, oh, <laughs> oh Dale, shit. come on, man. <laughs> yeah, put some shade at Princess Illyria. Dale's not quite as perfect as Flash. No. Flash That's never what is. makes them work. <laughs> <laughs> she's the bad girl in the relationship. <laughs> yeah. like, like, she'll be like, darn. And she's like, Dale. <laughs> we come talked on. about this. Come on, we talked about that. No, no call for that language. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just so I'm just so steaming mad. <laughs> I'm going out for an ice cream at two o'clock. <laughs> Girl, you nasty. <laughs> so that's what I love her. She's wild. <laughs> so they do the attack on the warship Ajax, War Rocket Ajax. Some some kind of Ajax. Yeah, which flash <laughs> lures them away. <laughs> flash lures them away. Then the Hawkman attack. This sequence is not. It's fun. It's not great, mainly because it seems to consist mostly of Hawkman diving and getting shot. And then other guys coming out and getting shot. Yeah. I realize there's that, that thing about, like, nameless goons getting shot after a while. It just doesn't have any weight because it's like, well, that guy, I don't care about. That guy, ca- oh, not that other guy, I don't know. It was like a, a scene from a pirate musical or something where they're boarding <laughs> the ship. Because <laughs> the, the ship, they... They had like portholes or yeah, something. Yeah. And they're just soldiers shooting lasers. That's right. Muskets out That's of it. That's right. <laughs> the Hawkman without nonsense. armor, without any kind of armor, are flying yeah. into death zone. 
Right, this is the the laser and sword bit. Right, and then again, yes, where Flash flies down and Brian Blessed, you know, Volton is like, you can't go down there. <laughs> I was like, ah, who wants to live forever anyway? Ah. <laughs> Careful, you're uh, rolling over in shorts. Who <laughs> <laughs> was almost, almost Flash. Who wants to live forever? Who wants to live forever? <laughs> <laughs> Flash. Dale, tell our children. <laughs> I'll stop you, Ming. <laughs> yeah, Brian Blessed, our short singer is Prince Voltan. Dive! <laughs> I'm right here. Kill me. <laughs> Playing blind on a rocket bike. <laughs> <laughs> so they they get the, the ship. I love that the ship's on fire still when they're flying it back. Because <laughs> Hawkman do not give a shit. <laughs> they're a pretty rough and tumble bunch. Right. <laughs> they got the nicest palace, but they're just like the barbarians of this world. Ironically, the prince of the death world, Prince Baron, yeah, he's kind of a jerk. But he somehow seems like the more civilized, even though they've got the death world thing. It's very confusing. Layers. Yeah. There's layers. <laughs> more of a jerk, but he's got much better etiquette. <laughs> hey, it's just like, the ship's on fire. That's all right. It's going to blow up in a little bit anyway. <laughs> and of course, Queen soundtrack. Yeah. This is when it gets cool. <laughs> That's right. It's cool. This is where everything kind of comes to a head. They're doing the wedding. I love that they're using the wedding march from Earth. And I know that there's really no comment on that, but I do think it's because, once again, Ming likes screwing with somebody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he wants to break Dale. Yeah, <laughs> he's gonna enjoy every minute of it. I love his wedding vows. <laughs> yeah, yeah, his wedding vows. But it's like to cherish for as long as you need to, or something. <laughs> for as long as you feel like. As long as you feel like. Oh, okay, I can do that. <laughs> it's and, not blow her out of an airlock oh. <laughs> until you grow tired <laughs> of her shenanigans. The ship's going towards the the lightning shield generator. Prince Baron. Is and Zarkov are running around trying to defuse the things, the situation. They meet the general to kill her. She's got a cool flamethrower ring, which I like. I like her flamethrower ring. Um, that was badass. Yeah, they managed to. And then Prince Baron's escape, I like a lot. Like he's when he's running through that hall and killing all those those Cubert guards. <laughs> that, especially that part. <laughs> especially that part. Here they're setting up that cannon to get him, like that sort of laser cannon, and he kills them. Then he grabs the laser cannon, and turns it towards the door that's opening up. <laughs> And killed the other two keyword guards, <laughs> and then picks it up. I was like, "Do not screw with Prince Baron. He is—he re- does come from a death world. You think he fears death? That's right. He survived the stupid death stump. Thing. That's right. He's like, oh, you just kill me. I'm not going to go mad or anything for a week and death, then die. Just shoot me. I can handle that. This planet seems like a horrible place. <laughs> well, I think Ming has made. I, I'd like to think that hopefully the forest moon will be better off after this, but. They might like it. Who knows? Makes them tough. <laughs> Flash is trying to ship in. They turn down the lighting field. He crashes in. Yeah, this is kind of, this is a weaker part because he's basically just flying the ship straight at right. <laughs> the Citadel. Right. And he just crashes the ship into Ming and impales him. <laughs> Somewhat kind of makes sense in the sense that Ming is so presented as so powerful, you really need something like that. This is one of those movies where it's like, I'm going to go over and fight Ming. Ming would just kick your ass. Right. He'd mind control you. Right. Jump off a he's got superpowers. Yeah, that's why like when they're talking that one time, he does, like, he's got some guards, but he really is like, I'm 
I don't care about you. He doesn't even look at a flash at the time. Like Flash could just like, I'm gonna don't do it. He <laughs> jump on you. No, don't do it. He's got the green blood, right? Yes. Ming has green blood. The other guy had blue blood. So then he he dies, gets sucked into his ring, setting up the mm-hmm. setting up possible for a sequel, which never came. <laughs> Yet. Yet. <laughs> Everything comes back. I'm not surprised, right? <laughs> Give it time. Watching uh, uh, the the soft reboot of Flash Gordon, he teams up with Sky Captain. <laughs> oh, that's just ridiculous. Ah, uh, <laughs> let me dream, Scott. Let me dream. Expanded universe, Sky Captain. <laughs> Flash Gordon. That's right. <laughs> Everybody's doing the expanded universe thing now. <laughs> that's true. There's a really interesting comic I, I'm I'm reading now called uh, called Greatest Adventure, World's Greatest Adventure, or Greatest Adventure, or whatever, and it's Bill Willingham who wrote Fables and some other really popular comics, but he's he's writing, uh, it's basically all the Edgar Rice Burroughs characters on an adventure together, and since I love Edgar Rice Burroughs, it's like, I love it, I'm like, he's using obscure ones, and I'm just like, oh, there's, <laughs> there's the mucker who's just like a cow, like a street tough, fighting gargoyles, and I'm just like, I'm in. Tarzan and the mucker fighting gargoyles from space, sign me up. John Carter hasn't shown up yet, so I'm disappointed by that. Deja, Deja Thoris, but but other than that, it's awesome. So I like the shared universe idea. Sounds pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. Uh, like League of Extraordinary Gentlemen was... Yeah, well, that was stuff. really the one that kind of... I mean, the comic in particular really established that idea because the whole idea behind that was that the idea that all the fiction is real and that you could create. Now, I'm not a huge fan of, of that, mainly because I'm not a huge fan of, like, dark stuff that's kind of unpleasant. I like, I like, like you know, Ming's dark. But he's fun. <laughs> as long as he's fun at a party. That's right. I just want you to know, before I eat your last shrimp cocktail, that I slept with your girlfriend. <laughs> That's kind of rude. Oh, is it? And then, <laughs> like, why do I keep inviting me to my parties? He's got such a style. He just classes up the place. You want your party to be a success? <laughs> That's right. People are like, is Ming going to be there? <laughs> but he looks so cool. <laughs> he has such interesting stories to tell. The guy who shows up also wearing a skull cap <laughs> is clearly trying too hard. <laughs> shows up. He like robes. <laughs> and then they're all like, oh man, don't let Ming see that. He's not going to be happy. It's like nonsense. I'm quite happy. By the way, your house has been blown up. <laughs> The end of the movie is pretty abrupt, but it's pretty cool. I mean, there's they're on they're on Mongo. They've united the people. Flash is still there to keep them out of trouble. <laughs> right. Prince Baron takes over Mongo. That's right. Fulton is his, his general. I think. Yes, general. Uh, it's good. It's good. Um, and there was there was the the uh, they were signed for multiple sequels if the movie had gotten done well. But I think it was in twenty seven million to make and to made like twenty million at the box office. Hmm. It's not bad. Oh, it doesn't matter. I mean, it's, it's a good, good movie. Uh, and who cares? I mean, I don't. Sequels are like sequels can only pollute. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like when you, unless you get to something like James Bond, where it's just there's so many sequels and it doesn't matter. But otherwise, you're doing something like. Well, it actually made uh, it cost twenty and it made twenty seven. Oh, okay, okay. It was. Uh, I was looking at some stuff. Apparently, it was like the crew had like a language barrier because half of them were Italian, half of them were American. And stuff like that. So there's a lot of like the the the. I think the director or producer said he thought it was like the most expensive improvised movie because they had to have so much trouble. It's good, you know. And I do think it's funny when you talk about like the old fashioned nature. Like I don't mind. I think 
I think there's some justifiable fear of simplicity, but it is nice when it's there in the sense that when it knows what it's doing. And I like that he's a good guy. He's a bad guy. Right. This felt like a very honest story. (laughs) And again, it felt old fashioned, but I don't know, not stupid old fashioned, because even though Ming is clearly evil, he's not necessarily kill a puppy evil. He's more like, don't screw with me evil. (laughs) Right. He's got a complex. Right. And it helps that I think all these actors are are solid. I mean, Sam Jones is not a bad actor. Um, He did some other stuff after this that, that I enjoyed, but... In particular, like, his his sort of honesty with this role is, like, the, the lack of guile. And everyone kind of plays their role really well like that. Um, because, like, Prince Baron's a little bit more manipulative. The Princess Allura's definitely manipulative. Right. Um, but, like... Bolton's uh, just a bruiser. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's the tank. <laughs> and uh, the advisor, Kilton, Clinton, Clinton, whatever his name is. Uh, I love him. Clytus. I love him. Yeah, I think everybody's well acted. Yeah. And the whole movie's well produced. <laughs> yes. Well directed. Well directed. The the scenes are, are well done. So this is a movie that I think, yeah, people will kind of think of it as silly. And it is in a way, but yeah, it's really solid. I think it's really solid overall. Yeah, it feels like Xanadu. Yeah. To some degree. Yeah. Um, it's easy to kind of make fun of, but I think it's it's got a real sincerity. And it's just, there's just also just basics of directing. It's just directed well. The scenes are shot well. The actors are all doing a good job. Yeah, you, everybody, yeah. everybody's competent. Yeah, the special effects are actually pretty nice. I think they hold up pretty well. Um, the Pudding Galaxy is <laughs> fun. I like the Pudding Galaxy. <laughs> Yeah, it's great. <laughs> yeah. The palaces and stuff. I love all the sets. Even the Death Swamp was kind of cool. I mean, it's it's cool. It's <laughs> so after doing 80s movies. So Xanadu was 80s too, wasn't it? Like was 80. So these both came out the same year as Xanadu. We're going to do like 81 or something. Something. I think it was like 80, but I'm not sure. No, it was 80. Yeah, we're going to we're going to jump ahead <laughs> to the modern era <laughs> through time. <laughs> through time and do sing the Illumination animated movie. They're most famous for the Minion movies and the Despicable Me movies. And the Minions, man, those things got to go away. But that's a whole different thing. <laughs> this is no Minions movie. No, it's I will not. say at first blush when I saw the ads for this movie, yeah, I wasn't that interested. I agree. I agree um, because it looked like American Idol with animated with you know like CGI animals. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a weird idea. But uh, it's a really cute movie. Cute yeah. movie, and I think it worked. Yes. So, until then, he's Scott. He's Lee. Flash! Ah! <laughs> Just a man with a man's courage. Nothing but a man you can never She showed it to me. I'm like, well, this is just stupid. This is the review that literally complained because the koala didn't have an Australian accent. And I was like, <laughs> that's just being racist. That's what... <laughs> koala's like they're better than us. <laughs> you forgot where you're from, koala. <laughs> Why does that gorilla have an English accent? And gorillas aren't English. Yeah. yeah, they don't wear pants either. Stop, stop eyeballing our women, koala. <laughs> <laughs> I like that there's some un, unspoken 
Migratory dynamics. Right, <laughs> right. I'm like, as soon as they start wearing pants and having cars, I can imagine them going all kinds of places. <laughs> sure. It's not. It, how big of a leap is it? <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I didn't assume all gorillas were English. Right. But those gorillas were cl- clearly English. Right. <laughs> it's like they couldn't grow in England. I don't know. Oh. Like this is this was not a hard dynamic for you to grasp. <laughs> Make your case. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, I feel like it is like the Princess Bride. It reminds me very much of the story. The characters, the, the princess who's about to we can, to marry the evil guy. I'm saying, you know, uh, we could introduce Adrian's Corner. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, it's just, he makes it That's clear. Right. Like, you are the hero of the story. Congratulations, he even says it. So. Yeah. Right, I mean, it's kind of a, a hero's journey type of arc. Well, and, I mean, you're right. It's like, and he says at one point, "Are are USs? I don't believe they exist." <laughs> That's right. That's oh, right. I missed that part. Yeah. <laughs> it was very quick. Are <laughs> uh, the balloon monster from the swamp? <laughs> the, the, I love rhododendrons uh, of an unusual. I was like, oh, I'm gonna make sure. <laughs> <laughs> There's a novel called Death World, and there's another one called like Death World Two or something, um, and it's written by Harry Harrison. And so this guy goes to this like, basically the most dangerous planet in the universe, and like he cannot survive there on his own. But basically, the people there like they have guns like hidden in their sleeves, and they basically pop out like when they do like as soon as they do this gesture, it pops out and shoots because <laughs> they don't have time to do anything else. That's like that's kind of badass. It's it's like, and in fact, like it's like it's just such a dangerous world that like there's like everything's poisonous, everything's deadly, and and he even ends up like getting a guy's son killed because he's not ready and whatever, and then finally he figures out that well the reason the world's so deadly is because it's tell everything's kind of telepathically linked and it's the humans came and saw too much trouble, so all the animals and all the things the planet's trying to get rid of them, but then he's like, well shit, I gotta teach these people not to fight the planet, <laughs> and they're like. No, this is what you do. Yeah. They're like, no, and they're like killing like like a bird of fire. <laughs> and he's just like, no, you gotta stop. I'm like, what? You're gonna let that? <laughs> just like the whole thing. It's like there's giant monsters, and he because he's just like at one point because he sees like an earthquake happening about to happen, and all the animals who normally are vicious, they all kind of cooperate and move. And he was just like, well, that's the problem. You guys aren't cooperating. But it's just when I, when I thought of the death swamp on this world, I was just like, that's all this is. is it's just like, put your step here. There's a walk on the, like, we'll drown you. It's like, ah, oh, that's what happens, man. It's just the death world. It's crazy. Bye.